What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Wacky Wednesday here at Cork Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market. Download the free Daily Fantasy app and use the promo code MMN Mayo Media Net. They're going to match that first hundred bucks for free. And if it's free, it's for me. We've done very well in the Jock Market this season, and it's probably not much of a wonder why we're really, I think the sharpest players get pushed to the four where you have to be proactive opposed to being reactive and be willing to let go of assets once they become too expensive and then be willing to go after the ones that are depressed. All right, everyone, let's do it. It is your host, John Legaze, the big dude with the big mouth from the Big Apple coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York, as always. Coming out the chair, as always. We got a ton of work to do. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod and press the the cartoon thumb button after you subscribe to the Mayo Media Net channel here on YouTube. We are getting ready to get into that other sport also. Yes, yes, y'all. And you don't stop. Big John come rocking the short shot here with the three pillars of profit at the Mayo Media Net. We're doing daily DFS and jock market. And then we're going to get into some fantasy stuff before we wrap up with some bets. And if you're new to the show, welcome aboard. I am seeing those viewer numbers kind of climbing, climbing and climb, thinking about that Price is Right game with the yodeler, and he gets updated, click, 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 that's really always been the way that I get to it, and really, that's how you make money in markets, especially jock market, there is no jackpot, you gotta be sharp, you gotta grind, and you gotta take advantage of the inherent leverage, let's get into it today with the stack attack, but this time, I'm gonna actually get the graphic up on time, whoa, look at that, yeah, I'm feeling better myself, all right, We have a mixed slate today, so there is a 105 early slate that spans to the 4 o'clock game, and then the 705 slate. We're going to focus on the nighttime slate. If you want the early stuff, hit me up on Twitter at MLB Moving Averages. That's MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app, yo. Because I know we got people listening to this stuff on the way home. It's just, eh, it's really not fair. And as I'm looking in the corner of my eye, I see the little one mistake. I mean, I make a mistake every day, but listen, that is live TV. And again, Again, you see I'm always trying to improve, and I suggest that you do the same. Often we talk about a lack of lateral movement in life. What do I mean? It means if you have not improved, you've probably gotten worse, even if marginally. And if you allow that to continue, those little marginal losses that you thought, eh, haven't really gotten worse, you really become impactful. And the inverse is also true. You get a little bit better every single day, 30 days later, 60 days later, you're looking back, oh, wow, I've achieved something. All right, well, enough of that Tony Robbins stuff. Let's get into the baseball stuff today. <laughs> I got it in big terms, big bold letters, I should say. It says trading terms today. So with our three stacks, each one comes a trading term. The first one, we want the Dodgers against Herman Marquez. The first one is we're selling the rip right now. Harman Marquez coming off a gem, seven and two-thirds, no earned runs, but he gave up five walks in that last one. I think we actually got burned in that game. Year-to-date, 5-6 ERA, a 1-5 whip, 8-40 OPS. The CSW down below 25. His chase rate, 10% worse than average, below 30%. His in-zone contact rate up above 92. So he's not really fooling anybody. He's got to come in the zone where contact's being made and offenses, opposing offenses, with a 
45% hard hit rate, and a 400 expected Woba on contact. Those are really those benchmarks that we like to look at when we're going after him. He's been awful at cores, 44 and a third innings this year at home, 6-7 ERA, 1-6 whip, a 9-50 OPS, and 10 of the 14 Ramalama ding-dongs allowed in his home park. Fastball to righties is what we're going to be looking at year-to-date has a 700 X-Lug and four of those home runs. So we want to be looking at Will Smith, his last 35 plate appearances against righties, a 385 batting average, better than 1,000 OPS with a 308 ISO, right? That all-important extra base percentage when we're looking at total base props with two home runs. And last 30 days against righties, he's just doing the thing. 15% barrel, 50% hard hit rate. That's 95 miles an hour, right? Those are the input stats we're looking for. And then we want to be looking for Trey Turner as well. His last 90 plate appearance against righties. Wow. 360 BA, Hachi, Machi, Liberace, OPS, just a sniff shy of 1,000 with a 256 ISO. But remember, with the lineup placement and the expectation of runs scored although listen I know the Dodgers haven't scored of course but that's the other we're going to buy the dip there's another trading term right so we're selling the rip on Marquez we're buying the dip on the Dodgers offense I generally don't go chasing cores but with an offense like this in a matchup like this coming off a drought like this this is exactly where we want to be Trey Turner to wrap it up six home runs in that span 90 plate appearance against righties also a 27 barrel 80% hard hit rate against fastballs from right-handed pitchers in that span get with the trolley Dodgers today next up it's the baby bears from the north side of Chi-Town the right side of the tracks our trading term for this one is the trend is our friend as much as I like Hunter Green he just allowed a home run while I was ranting it's been really bad 566 ERA 136 whip 830 OPS this is for Hunter Green on the year the K rate up at over 29 which is excellent but 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 the walk rate over 10 which is a major problem and the chase rate also down below 30 that's really that main parameter okay I don't want to just throw stats we want to be throwing stats that make you say oh man that's bad 33% chase is about average once you're below 30 10% worse than the average that's not any good and his in-zone contact rate is also very good so I don't just like to pile on the bad 81% in-zone contact rate is very good so he can beat you in the zone but those location problems and when he falls behind and hitters are allowed to sit on the fastball as good as it is is when he gets in trouble 55% fly ball and 11% barrel equals what you in the back two and a half home runs per nine with a 930 OPS to righties year to date 13 of the 20 home runs allowed Wow, 20 home runs allowed year to date yikes 13 of those to righties eight of those on the road it's the fastball is the main culprit 664 x slug year to date and 15 home runs runs oh my goodness absolutely just crazy right there and that fastball to righties in particular 800 x slug eight home runs so we want to be looking at fastball hitters on the cubs there so we have a couple hitters that really maybe not the hottest right now in patrick wisdom right who has not been great but going back to may 1st when we saw the uptick in offense against right-handed fastballs so we're really trying to get laser focused here 21% barrel 58% hard hit rate and four home runs so we definitely like wisdom in DFS platforms right where 
again, this is a really great lesson as we do this stack attack, which was a jock market report, which turned into, you know, DFS stacks, which turns into total base props. So these things are not completely congruent. They do have a Venn diagram with a pretty hefty piece in the middle. But the parts that outlie are here, where a home run generally pays the bill in DraftKings and FanDuel. Like you're chasing a home run. If you get a home run, almost no matter what you paid, it's all good. Jock market, not the case. Because remember, there is no cap. Prices are not predetermined. So you can hit a home run and not profit. And then in total bases, without a high average, you're just chasing a home run and it might not be worth it, right? Where... Wisdom, it's almost not a total base prop, it's almost a home run play. So there's just a little bit on how to try and play this universal kind of ubiquitous format, you know, thing that you and I are doing, all this thing that we do, this thing of ours as it progresses. So we want to be looking at Wisdom. Also, Morell, who's been pretty good in that span against fastballs, also May 1st, 15 barrel, 50 hard hit, and three home runs. The player we want to be looking for, I don't know if it's total bases because the ISO is low. We wanted This is going to be our lineup dependent spot. It's Nico Horner has been excellent against righties. Last 45 plate appearances. A 4-10 batting average, 980 OPS. The 105 ISO I do have circled. I generally like to look for higher ISOs to try and get the total base props at once. But if Horner is hitting in the top third, that will add the extra plate appearance, which will give make the batting average viable, right? So just keep an eye on how it goes, because I do get a lot of questions, but I like to think if I can show you how we get there, then you can get there on your own. Uh, yeah, that's for you, Mr. Troll, who woke up this morning and decided to tweet at me why we, have, why we stink and how much we stink. Well, I didn't have to tell you, buddy. I'm showing you all the work. Listen, whatever. I ain't going to get wrapped up in a couple bits of outputs. All right, let's get into the... Last one, so, so far we've sold the rip, we've bought a dip, the trend is our friend, and then the last trading term here is the double top. We want to be going after Dylan Bundy, yes, he scored four touchdowns for Poke High in a single game, but that was before Peggy and the two kids. He went out and was awesome his last two times, he went six, gave up one, he went eight, gave up one, but, 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 big shaking butt, Get the garden hose, get the soapy water, and start playing some, you know, fezzy wop or something. 13 earned runs in the 12 innings before. I ain't buying what he's selling. We're looking to short this bad boy. 480 ERA, 1-3 whip, 760 ERA uh, OPS on the season. But remember, Bundy does have the ceiling game. So the fact that his, like, overalls are bad, considering half the games are good, goes to tell you when the bottom falls out, it's really bad. The fastball below 89, which is where we want to start the feast, with the in-zone contact rate up over 88, right? So he's got to come in and allow contact. 42 fly ball, 11 barrel has equaled more than one and a half home runs per nine. And it's a big-time home road split. 210 ERA at home. And a nearly 7 ERA on the road where he'd be today. He also has a better than 900 OPS allowed to righties on the road. So that's what we're going to be looking. Ahmed Rosario, last 40 plate appearances against righties. The 350 BA, 56% hard hit rate, 900 OPS, and the better than 200 ISO. Rosario, who we really like coming into the season now, coming alive. I'm getting with him lately. Also, Fran Mill Reyes off the IL looking really sharp. It's only a few plate appearances, but he looks awesome. And when a guy like him is clicking that's when you want to get it right he's a spike kind of guy he's going to be have a very dynamic rolling chart so since the il 333 ba 933 ops 267 iso i have cough <coughs> 53 percent strike there right 
53% strikeout rate. So again, he's a guy that probably could hurt you with total bases, but it's probably worth it if he's cheap in DraftKings. But in that time, 14% barrel, a 71% hard hit rate in that time against righty. So, you know, you can get with that. So that's the stack attack for the day. Trolley Dodger righties, Chicago Cub righties, and Guardian righties. All right, let's move it on up to the fantasy end. Sorry about that. I was playing with my cough button. I didn't restore it all the way. I was just rambling. Don't worry about it. So we're going to dive into the XStat leaderboard, which we do uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Apply it on Thursday. So tomorrow we'll be giving you a name at every position for 10, 12, and 15-team leagues. And you bet your bottom dollar I am playing in these 15-team leagues. And I'm putting out names that I think work. So right now we're inside the top 55 of blast percentage. Remember, blasts greater than sign barrels. They're the ideal subset of barrels. Really the best contact that can be made. That very top of the list, now wasn't the raw top, but Christian Bethencourt, we've been talking about him, he was in my athletic waiver article like a month ago, he's been awesome, hitting home runs, stealing bases, playing not just at catcher, but first base in DH, which is the most important thing, especially in two catcher leagues. I also think he's one catcher viable right now, so Christian Bethencourt really doing the thing. Next up, Jorge Alfaro, who also checks a lot of those boxes. I just lost Sal Perez, so I'm added Jorge Alfaro in my 12-team league. Bethacourt was already added, I think. Or Alfaro had the schedule, I forget. I'm sorry. Next up, Diego Castillo doing his thing for the Pirates. He's getting plenty of run. People have lost some middle infielders. We've had some injuries, so keep an eye on Castillo. Then Nick Gordon, hat tip to Rodegaard. Vlad Seller was talking about Gordon, and I was like, I didn't think Gordon was really like a thing. He's playing and lighting up the boards. Remember, if you light up the left-hand board, which is blast percentage, you light up the right-hand board, ex-Woba, then you're going to be a player we're going to want to look at. Spoiler alert, Nick Gordon's on both. Now let's get through the back end of that blast percentage. It's Juan Yepes, Adam Duvall, Jake Berger, Darren Ruff, Seth Brown, and Carlos Santana. Now, we think we have a bit of a mixed bag, all that stuff that I mentioned before. Guys that may have been hot and discarded, Juan Yepes. Guys that people thought would be good, stunk to start, and have been discarded, like Adam Duvall. Guys that people may not have known about, that are good now, like Jake Berger. He was our ad two weeks ago as a 15. Now he's playing his way near the 12 team, because third base is so difficult. Gold star on the big nose of the Cork Stats crew. Then Darren Ruff, Seth Brown, and Carlos Santana. Those guys probably a bit less viable, but Santana with the new move. Hey man, if he's going to be using all parts of the field in Seattle and just needed a bit of a boost we know Santana can hit I'm not expecting it to like stick where he's like a league winner but we know he can hit and if he's going to be getting opportunities especially in the 15 team leagues that's all you can ask for and then you kind of let the chips fall where they may then we want to go over to the ex-WOBA leaderboard now granted I understand there's a bit of overlap between blast percentage and ex-WOBA right ex-WOBA also has a contact quality element to it but I'm not really sure what the best one is. I mean, we could use disciplinary stats like K minus walk is going to give you guys that are not viable. Chase rates is not going to give you guys that are not really viable, right? Super disciplined hitters is not necessarily what we're looking for in fantasy. So I think where Blast is isolated to purely contact, XWOBA incorporates on base percentage, sprint speeds and stuff like that. So maybe there is a bit more. So I think between the two of them, hopefully they're, it's been very successful so far this year. So... This is the top 65 in Exwoba. Ten interesting names. Again, Carlos Santana, check on both boards. Nick Gordon, check on both boards. Christian Bethegort, check on both boards. Seth Brown, check on both boards 
boards. Jake Berger, check on both boards. Every single player on this list has at least a 372 X-Wobble, which is excellent, way above average. The names on the list we haven't mentioned. Jesse Winker, Garrett Cooper, Kevin Biggio, G-Man Choi, and Kyle Farmer. Again, a bit of or the mixed bag of mistakes that fantasy players make, or let's just call it blind spots. Jesse Winker, he stunk. I called him a drop about a month ago. He's starting to come alive. We know he's very good. We also know the ballpark there is chewing his power up. But doesn't mean he can't excel. So if Winker is going to hang a nearly 400x Woba and he's on a waiver wire in a 12 team, he could be a last you guy. Maybe he's a bench guy that you want to hold on to to see if he kind of hits that reclamation. Then Garrett Cooper playing every day for the Marlins. They've had some injuries. Now Chisholm is down. Don't know for how long. Cooper is going to be playing every day. You can get with him. Kevin Bichot, another guy discarded. Oh, he stinks. It's very, yo, he stinks. Well, he's on a great offense. He's getting opportunities, playing every day, and he keeps popping up on my daily sheet. So get with Kevin Biggio while you can. G-Man Choi, my favorite split player in the league. I don't think you could play him in weekly leagues, but I have him in maybe every single daily or NFPC league because when he's just facing righties, he's fantastic. He really is fantastic, and you're seeing it pop. 386x Woba, nothing to sneeze at, and then Kyle Farmer, who people just refuse to believe in, and we'll keep you know, getting him in DFS cheap, we'll keep getting him in, and where we can, rolling him out in jock market and stuff, Kyle Farmer's been awesome, especially at home, is when we really like those reds. So, okay, that's the fantasy end right there. Let's wrap it up with a bit of uh, bets, and you know, we gotta hold our nose around the betting stuff. I know, I know, I know. We actually hit a couple bets yesterday in a row, right? Which uh, is not supposed to be like that much of a surprise as I stay in my shirt. But maybe hopefully they've had good luck. But yeah, we rattled off some wins yesterday. How about that? That thing we used to do all the time without even thinking about it. The thing we used to do for weeks and months in a row without... It was like a given. In fact, years in a row. I mean, gosh, I'm working on three consecutive years prior to this of double-digit return on investment. Betting daily MLB. And this year, as and not only like are we not near that, we're losing. You know, I have the I'll have the official count halfway through. It's unlike me to not have a count, but I got screwed over. I paid somebody to do my accounting separately, so I wouldn't be obsessing over day to day. And this is a good point of advice: you should be tracking every day. That's not a good way to do it. It's almost like weight loss. You know, something I know a lot about, know a lot about failing at. Oh, you don't want to do it every day because the, the the noise interrupts the signal. So I wanted to pay somebody, and I was going to check in bi-weekly and monthly to have my report posted so I wouldn't think about it outside of that and then I went for my report and the person took my first payment and disappeared so (laughs) screw you out there blurry spot on the middle finger that I wish I'd be showing but I don't know if Pat's okay with that so we'll keep the cursing to a minimum all right so I will have the uh, uh, total come the all-star break, which uh, we are limping towards, but hopefully this is the turnaround. You know, again, we've been just making little adjustments. I never throw the baby out with the bathwater. I would never, ever discard it, but we're focusing on the things that are back-testing this year and some more totals. Uh, Miami got us there yesterday. I was a bit worried because, again, you know, you just don't get the hits but runners in scoring position, and you say to yourself, here we go again. And it's very hard to throw away the handicap, right? When you have base runners, runners in scoring position every single day, Nolan Arenado hit into a double play early. We had him for the total base prop. He ended up getting it done for us, total base props, but that over also hit. Then Chicago White Sox, who scuffled early, and I went to bed thinking... Uh, here we go again. More nightmares. Woke up. That one cash. So 
you know, stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. Uh, excuse me, just one second again. Sorry about that as I'm working on this, like, n- nuanced cough button. All right, so I got a couple bets up here. Let's run through them for the audio-only listeners. We got Baltimore and Seattle. We're over 4.5 F5. That's an afternoon game, but you got plenty of time, 4 o'clock. Then Minnesota-Cleveland, F5, oh, 4.5. Also, minus 110, both of those games. Let's just dive in really quick. We have a couple minutes. So for the Baltimore and Seattle game, Voth has just been awful. Now, as a guy I liked a couple years ago, I hope maybe he'd be like a thing kind of coming up. It's been really bad. Baltimore just kind of desperate. 781 ERA, 192 whip for Voth. The line drive rate just through the roof. Quality contact through the roof. Lefties are eating his launch. 865 OPS to lefties. 460 expected Woba on contact year to date. It's been a disaster. Chris Flexen as well. 4-3 ERA, 1-4-2 whip, but the indicator's all much worse than that. The XFIP and Sierra up near 5. The K-minus walk into single digits. The first strike rate down near 50. The fly ball rate up over 46. The bow rate at 11. All the things that we like to look for and the Baltimore off has kind of come alive. I think this one might actually move to F505 by the time we get to game time. So I'm going to get on this one early, Baltimore and Seattle, and then I can actually fast forward to the bottom where we have our one total base prop for the day posted is Julio Rodriguez at plus 135, which I cannot believe it. We went over Voth. He's been terrible. J-Rod last 30 played appearances against righties. 385 BA, 1100 OPS at 308 ISO and two home runs. All those attack metrics firmly in place. Expect this plus 135 to get closer to plus 110 or worse by the time we get to game time. So give me Baltimore and Seattle F5 over 4.5 minus 110 with J-Rod to help get us there over one and a half total bases. And now let's wrap it up with Minnesota and Cleveland. We have just a second. We covered a bit of this, right? We covered uh, Bundy and our expectations there, but also Cal Quantrill on the other side. It'll probably sound a bit like the Flexen argument. 3.76 ERA, 1.27 whip, but the XFIP and Sierra both up near 5. The K rate only at 15, leaving the K minus walk at 7. The swing strike rate down at 7. CSW below 24, whiff rate at 17. This is just not going to get it done. Pitching to contact 88% of the time. Now, granted, the quality of contact has been good in regards to home runs, but remember, we're looking right now at line drives, expected WOBA because of the ball, right? We don't necessarily want the lift because that may hurt us so we're looking at the line drive rate that's through the roof the expected woba through the roof and both of these offenses have actually looked really good minnesota offense is just rocking last 300 plate appearances they've an 822 team ops leading the league in runs leading the league in home runs leading the league in hard hit rate with a 133 wrc plus in that span cleveland offense also has been Getting up off the mat, they've been meh, but they have a ton of extra base hits and the discipline is in check. They're not striking out, they're making a ton of contact, which I think lines up well with Quadrol. And, you know, we mentioned Rosario and Reyes getting up off the mat. So I think we're going to get these home, hopefully get a bit of momentum going, and that should do it. For this edition of Cork Stats, thanks everybody for picking up what we're putting down to the troll that woke up in the morning. I'm sorry you don't like it, buddy. Fade me at your own risk to the rest of the 99% of you that are just, I mean, filling my DMs and email with 
with all this really genuine interaction. I really do appreciate you. We see you out there. The comments really do matter. I try and get to as many of them as possible. Tag me on Twitter. DM me on Twitter. Hit us up on YouTube. I'm trying to get to everybody because, listen, without you, like, there's no me. And without, you know, Pat kind of boosting me, the show, poof, could be gone. And all of us, what happened? I love this show. Because that's why I'm delighted. <laughs> I've had shows, i say in the past, that were, you know, get scrapped. What happened? It's the best show. I couldn't believe it. Well, unfortunately, in this world, we're, we're graded by the cartoon thumb up. So, perfect time to ask for the thumbs up. Rate, review, and subscribe to the audio only pod. Keep pushing it, keep pushing it, man. You know, retweet on Twitter when these views are picking up and the interaction, not only with the show, myself and you people out there, but with the Corkstack crew members each themselves is really what I love because that's how I know that we're starting these brush fires in the minds of men and women. And that's really what it's all about. Come tomorrow, nobody cares about the Cleveland-Minnesota breakdown. But what some people might care about is some of the nuance, some of the context, some of the strategic deployment that we talk about, and those intangibles, and the things that really matter, and the things that really stick beyond whether or not an F5 caches or not. So we're up against it at the 25-minute mark. Again, download the Jock Market app. You know, tag those people. We need them to keep supporting this show so we can keep bringing all this to you. The fastest show in MLB. Absolutely anywhere. Take that bad boy to the bank, yo. Come on. I, you don't even you can't fake this kind of funk. There's really nothing like it. I feel like people are like, this is the best. This is the best. Like, there's an element of hyperbole. This is the sickest baseball show maybe ever. <laughs> Just straight up ever, man. One person. You got 20 writers or more production teams, crews of content creators to do shows that you can catch on the cable network and you'd be like this. Not only is it boring, not only does it lack passion, it doesn't even have the information that we have. So like, what are they doing that we're not? The answer is nada, nunca, niente. Forgot about it, baby. All right, that'll do it. Let's get out of here, man. Wacky Wednesday. You're kind of feeling, you're feeling wacky as hell right now. Thank you, everybody, man. I just love it. I hate I hate kicking out because I, I just miss you. The second I get out, I miss you. Hit me up on Twitter, MLB Moving Average. Just check out the Patreon page. Please download the Jock Market app. Use the code MMN. And, yo, I catch you in the Jock Market. Those guys are producing for us. They are producing anybody we mentioned on the show. That's less than five bucks. You smash it and cash it. All right, I catch you on the flip side. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo. Peace. Peace.